Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by listeners like you, who believe in the vital public service WRFA provides through its arts and education programming, as well as through our coverage of local news and public affairs. Plus, your generous support lets us provide a number of volunteer-based programs to be shared on our airwaves. Help keep community radio in Jamestown and Chautauqua County alive by making a contribution today. To make a tax-deductible donation or learn more about becoming a station underwriter, use the donate page on our website, wrfalp.com, or send a check to WRFA Radio, 116 East 3rd Street, Jamestown, New York. Or you can call 716-664-2465. And again, you're listening to Community Matters. Chautauqua County Executive P.J. Wendell issued a second emergency order on September 29th in response to New York City's expanded fighting homelessness and eviction prevention supplemental program. We bring you a portion of the audio from his press announcement here. Obviously, this is something we probably, probably something we really don't want to do, but the current situation and how things have uh, progressed here in New York State, I felt this is something that needed to be done, especially here in Chautauqua County. Uh, to protect our residents and our citizens. Uh, this executive order is a modification of the executive order I issued in response to our asylum seekers, preventing prohibition of any hotel, motel, or multiple dwelling facilities entering into a contract with New York City to house asylum seekers. It also prevents any municipalities, towns, villages, or cities to enter into such agreements as well. Uh, we were informed late Tuesday afternoon that there was an approval from New York State to allow New York City to issue FEPS vouchers, uh, which were the Fighting Homeless and Eviction Prevention Supplement vouchers that were used within the five boroughs of New York City exclusively. In order to combat their increased homeless problem, New York City is now allowing those residents who qualify for this program to go anywhere in New York State. For the last three months, I have had one local municipality explicitly come to our county legislature, very concerned with the growing uh, population of homeless we have. We have seen here in Chautauqua County small tent encampments set up. We have seen them migrate or move from place to place once they are uh, evicted and or asked to leave. We've had outreach into these groups, so we totally understand, and I am in full understanding of the situations that some of these individuals are faced with. Many of them have been sanctioned from our shelters and are no longer allowed occupancy there based on the inability to follow rules. Some of them suffer from you know, drug addiction and or mental health issues, uh, and they are coming to us um, out of desperation. And we are having a difficult time managing the ones we have now. We see this problem in the southern part of our county. We're also hearing problems now arising in the northern part of Chautauqua County. So in listening to my residents and what they have said, we have followed suit and issued this order uh, to prevent the use of any FEPS vouchers here in Chautauqua County without the written authorization and approval of myself, the county executive. Uh, this has been verified with our legal staff. We've looked over this and are within our rights uh, to do so. Um, basically, you know, this, it's, this program is unlawful and poses a grave risk to the social and health emergency services and resources in our county. Practically, the county's homeless population is already in an all-time high, and a mass arrival or any potential mass arrival of homeless individuals could create a local crisis much greater than what we have right now. Um, 
when we were talking to members of uh, the commissioner uh, who's you know, providing this voucher, asking if this was legal, they really didn't have a clear question what the legal authority from New York City was to do this. In essence, we're flying this ship as we're building it. Several questions were posed by county executives asking, will this migration of the homeless increase your capacity or get them out of shelters so we can add more asylum seekers into shelters? Again, no questions answered uh, and no response from the commissioner. So these are concerns that are growing across New York State. Uh, NISAC convened a meeting, a Zoom meeting on Tuesday afternoon at which time I do not believe there was anyone who was in support of this action. It's concerning to us. I was one of six county executives who spoke in a press conference after uh, a session of our NISAC uh, committee and stated the concern we had and we were working with New York City. We had some great optimism as we move forward. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, the city in concert with the state of New York who signed off on this and gave them approval dropped this in our lap. Unfortunately, the governor had met with NISAC officials as early as Tuesday morning, and none of this was even mentioned. So it's a grave concern. But I know I spoke, uh, I, one county, Oneida County, issued this uh, change in their executive order last night. I'm following suit today, and I've talked to several other county executives who will be following uh, the same path. As reiterated you know, by Anthony Pacenti from Oneida County, when we have a problem e here in our county, especially in Chautauqua, I don't reach out to New York City and ask for help. I deal with the problem right here. We have had problems with homeless and people have come to the county. We've sat down with our commissioners. We've sat down with the mayor, their trustees, village residents, and explained to them what the process is and how we are trying to help mitigate the situation. But in no time do we just say, hey, we're dropping this on your lap. Thank you. Goodbye. No questions asked. Uh, we do. We felt we had a great relationship with the city's uh, mayor, but unfortunately, you know, many of us feel betrayed again as this is something that could have, should have been discussed with us, but instead it was done behind closed doors and the verdict was given and we just have to deal with it. So, uh, you know, unfortunately we, we take these measures, but I'm taking these in, re, you know, in, in response to communities who have reached out to me with growing concern of our increased homeless crisis and we do not need to exacerbate or add any more problems to the crisis. So I stand by this, uh, wishing we didn't have to do it. Now, a reminder, this is, you know, we re-sign this every five days. So if something changes and we have some reassurances, so be it. But right now, you know, I feel this is a measure that Chautauqua County needs to, to take in order to, you know, protect our citizens and the residents of our county. All right, thank you, PJ. Uh, let's now open it up to questions. Post Journal, I believe Chris Blakely is on. Chris? So we reported on this earlier. Um, we were approached by several local business owners beyond the hotels and the motels. I've personally seen the emails where they were being propositioned by uh, Dago, the contractor that is supposed to be placing migrants on behalf of New York City. Is there going to be any legal action taken against that company for violating our emergency orders? And legally, are we going to do something about uh, even propositioning our... Because the properties that they're looking at weren't even hotels or motels. They were commercialized property, and they were talking about putting 70 people in one building, which is just going to exasperate health and safety concerns. That was my question. 
Well, you know, Chris, the answer to that, if you could provide us a copy of that email, because I have reached out to the, gut, to the mayor's office on a, a Zoom meeting with NISAC, I brought up that very statement. And the mayor's office has not reached out and contacted anyone. So if this is from Doc Go, then I'd, I'd like to see that because they're kind of undermining what the, the mayor's office is doing. Uh, but I was reassured, and this was on a Zoom meeting with you know, 50 or 60 you know, leaders across New York State, that those rumors of the mayor's office reaching out were unfounded. Um, so it's good to know. Unfortunately, you know, I really would ask you to send that to our office so I can see it. Um, because that is, best to my knowledge, isn't known by the city of New York's mayor that DocGo is looking and, and doing this outreach. Um, but it is a concern. You're, you're right, 100%. You know, one of the things they talked about was, um, you know, the, these vouchers require HUD inspections to make sure the homes are even inhabitable. And their comment was, well, we can do that virtually. How? What's to say that that, you know, that home that they're touring is the home people are going to actually live in? And to put 70 people into one building. And again, we, we would have to look at this with the legal you know, department. But, you know, we talk about any hotel, you know, motel or multiple, you know, living dwellings. If you've commercialized into, you know, a, an apartment and it's four or five apartments in one building, that's still a commercialized dwelling, uh, which would be in prohibition of our, our executive order. Uh, you know, again, when that story ran... By the next morning, I probably had half a dozen to a dozen phone calls of people really upset as to the potential. And the numbers, according to the mayor's office, were, were unfounded. Those numbers have not even been discussed. Now, if that's from DocGo, they're doing something that they're not, either not conversing with the, the mayor's office or we're getting fed a line. Because I, I, I spoke directly with his contact and he was very adamant. Um, in fact, I have a text saying, we will not do anything in your county without coordination with your office. Uh, so that's news, uh, you know, that that is happening. Um, but again, like you said, we don't want to exacerbate the problem with 60 or 70. Now, that was asylum seeker. I want everybody to be clear on this. The current situation is not asylum seekers or migrants, whatever term wants to be added. These are relocating their homeless individuals, which if we focus on just that issue alone, we have a crisis in Chautauqua County. We've been working at different areas to try to mitigate that. But again, this would only exacerbate. The mayor, the governor's senior staff met with executives from NISAC, uh, with county executives. And we, she even talked about the increased problems with homeless. Now, they didn't give any indication they would help address it, but they did say that we, they understand that. So even the governor's senior staff realizes homelessness across the state is a growing concern. And to put this burden on other counties when it's not our own problem and we have our own problem is very disappointing. All right. All right. Uh, now let's move on, on to Spectrum News. News. Good afternoon. Um, outside of, um, you know, if New York City was to bring in um, some of their homeless population to the county, what additional costs would you envision the county having to absorb associated with that action? Well, that's a great question, and the same question was asked, you know, to the commissioner on Tuesday. They really couldn't answer that. What they can answer is if those people qualify 
for public services, which are, you know, Medicaid or HEAP or other services provide, you know, through our social services department, that would be borne by on the county. So if we add 70 more people, those are 70 more people that would be an added cost to the county's budget. We just, you know, I just submitted my tentative budget and it does not account for another 70 people. Now, naysayers and, and opposition would say, well, are you telling me we can't add people? We're not saying that. But we would add for people if they're residents of Chautauqua County, but you're moving people from New York and dropping them here in Chautauqua County, they're, now they're gonna be Chautauqua County's problem. That, again, increases the cost. Uh, so exactly what services they qualify for now, we don't know. What was indicative when they talked to us is the people that would qualify that, that for these vouchers must work a minimum of 10 hours a week. Well, how are you going to maintain working 10 hours a week if you move from New York City, let's say, to Chautauqua County? Unless we have a job here lined up, and that, that would be something different. But again, a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of, a lot of silence uh, when we ask those questions and diversion you know, from as answering this. But the cost for these individuals, aside from the rent, the rent would be covered by the city of New York, but the remaining cost would be borne on Chautauqua County and our residents. Okay, and okay. we'll move forward to WKBW. Uh, hi, this is Adam Francis with WKBW. Uh, county Executive, uh, can you go further in depth into the issues that your county is already facing uh, with, uh, with assisting homeless, uh, homeless people in your county? Well, right now, uh, I, I see we have members uh, from one of our missions, uh, missions uh, in Jamestown, New York on. Uh, those missions, when, we, so when somebody comes to us seeking uh, assistance, temporary housing or housing, we do look for our shelters first. If the capacity of the shelter has maxed out, then we, we have to find other places for these individuals. Uh, likewise, if these individuals are sanctioned, which I spoke of during the, you know, the initial uh, brief, that means that they are not able to live by the rules of the mission or wherever they're staying. So it's, it's important to know that, you know, it's not, we're not just moving these people out of what could be in a homeless shelter or an existing area. These are people in many times, in some cases, not all, but are not able to live or have not been able to follow the rules in those areas. Uh, so we do start working with our missions to see if there's any, or our shelters, finding out if there's any space. If not, then we then find temporary housing in a local motel, which, uh, issued an RFP and has the contract with the county. Uh, recently, sending individuals to that hotel in particular um, has been very problematic for those residents and people in the, you know, the community. So, you know, we're, we're doing the best we can. We're trying to find places for these individuals, but it is becoming a growing problem with our own current situation right here in Chautauqua County, not adding any more to it.